Hey yo, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with the bestie. So buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my friend? I cannot explain to you how eager and excited and long overdue it is to be sitting here in my PJs and my fuzzy slippers on a Tuesday afternoon at approximately 3 o'clock p.m. Yes, I am still in my PJs and this is my life right now. This is the epitome and just the surface level explanation of these last few months. Maybe you noticed, maybe you didn't, that Built to Be You has not been actively pushing out episodes the last couple of weeks. And while I know that I don't need to explain myself or I don't need to apologize, I do need to tell you that this episode is going to be real, raw, from the heart, and most importantly, unscripted. I really just want to give you some insight and some action steps um, into my world recently and do my absolute best to kind of share with you the things, feelings, emotions, and places I have been over the last few months. And if you follow me over on Instagram, you know that I finished up my first travel assignment around the beginning of March. And at the time of this episode, it is the end of March. So I've had a few weeks to kind of decompress and process everything that happened throughout those 13 weeks. If you're new here, I am a travel nurse and I have been a registered nurse for two years now. So If you relate to the nurse world or the healthcare world, you know that it's heavy. And even if you're not in the healthcare world, I'm sure you have seen through social media and the politics, just everything that healthcare is right now. And although I don't want to focus on the specifics of healthcare, like if you're not in healthcare, you are 100% going to be able to relate to this episode and to be walking away with hopefully just some, like I said, insight to action. And... I want to start off by reading to you a journal prompt that I wrote on February 15th of 2022. And I'm not one to like share my deepest, darkest depths of my journal because my journal is my sacred space. But I think this is going to be a really good introduction into what this episode is going to capture. And so here we go. Did I do it again? Therapy this morning rocked my world in the best way possible. She always just holds the space for silence, tears, and talking. She doesn't even have to say anything, and I start to cry. But crying has been a norm for me lately, and hearing myself say out loud, I'm just so tired of not feeling like myself anymore, I knew what her response would be. Along the premises of burnout, and that's exactly what she said. It sounds like burnout to me. And that is the end of the journal that I'm going to share with you, but... I think that really just captures what those 13 weeks felt like for me. 
and the last month of my contract I was in a space mentally physically and emotionally that I had never been before and I'm somebody that's experienced burnout before I believe that all of us you listening to this have experienced burnout to some capacity in your lifetime whether you knew it or not and I don't share that with you because you know I want you to feel bad for healthcare professionals or because I want you to feel bad for me I want to share that with you to humanize and to normalize the wide array of emotions that we feel when our external environment outweighs our internal environment you know always being demanded of or needing to show up to and sometimes there's seasons of life where you don't really have an option. Yes, of course, I am a firm believer that you know you choose to be in the job that you're in. You choose to work the hours that you work. You choose to be in the relationship that you're in. You choose to live in the state that you live in. Life is full of choices every single day. But there is seasons where you have to make sacrifices in order to meet you where the season that you're in until you can grow and evolve out of that season. And, you know, there were so many times where I thought about just quitting my contract in the middle of it. And just like a little recap, subtle plug here, I was working about three hours away from where I live, commuting back and forth between stretches of shifts. I would work three, four, five, six days in a row. And then I would drive the three hour drive back home at seven o'clock in the morning right after I got off work, come home, unpack all my stuff, live life, catch up with friends, boyfriend, all the things for a couple days, and then do it all over again. And I was working night shift. So not only was I doing a lot of this ping ponging back and forth, but I was also just not living a quote unquote normal human life. I was up at the wee hours of the day or wee hours of the night, sleeping throughout the random hours of the day. My sleep was inconsistent. Like there was just a lot of things and I don't want to go down a negative downward spiral about my travel contract. I'm actually going to do a whole podcast episode about it itself because I've had a lot of questions about it. Um, But mostly I just want to chat about the things that I had learned and that I'm still actively learning and working through. Hence why I haven't been showing up in this space. If you've noticed, I've been a little bit less present on social media because this season has required a different version of me. And the first thing I want to chat about is knowing that you don't have to have a solution or a fix to every hard thing that you encounter. And this was something that was really, really tough for me because I was like, I should be doing more. I should be doing better. Like I teach other nurses how to, you know, cultivate this mindset and use these tools and resources to prevent burnout. But here I am in this season where like I physically can't even pull myself out of bed. And really, I, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that's me right now. Like I feel in the pits of burnout. I'm angry. I'm irritable. I'm tired. I just can't get out of bed between shifts or before shifts or whatever it is that you do in life. I just want to give you the biggest hug because I never related to that version of burnout until this season. And I'm a firm believer that I went through that for a reason and that I get to use the things that I learned in that last season to really help me move forward and to help me lead better, to help me mentor better, to help me, you know, show up on this podcast more authentically and more more vulnerably for you. And 
oftentimes when you get into a season that's hard or when you get into a situation that you know you feel like you need to solve the problem to come out on the other side you're actively looking for solutions you're actively looking for a fix and for me in this season it was like okay on my next day off i'm going to do xyz to get me out of burnout and it was like setting that expectation on you know, that hammock day or, you know, going back home and seeing friends or the trip or the vacation that I had planned, that that was going to fix everything that I was going through. But you have to realize that the emotions, the physical manifestations, the things that are going on inside of you are so interconnected and so interwoven that there's not going to be a one-stop shop fix. And so instead of, you know, setting the expectation that, one thing is going to solve the hard season that you're in. Give yourself the space and the grace to explore different options, you know, different things that you can try. Maybe it's journaling, maybe it's meditations, maybe it's therapy, maybe it's going for a walk, you know, whatever it is that makes you feel most like you, show up for those things, but don't put the expectation on it that it's going to fix whatever it is that you're feeling or whatever it is that you need to achieve. Because when you set that expectation, you just set yourself up for disappointment. Whether it works or whether it doesn't, you're probably still not going to be satisfied. And one thing that I've really been working on is setting agreements, not only with myself, but with my external environment, the people around me, because agreements are something that are mutually decided, whether it's between, you know, your internal self and your external self, or mutually decided between you and a significant other, or you and a friend. And it's something that's co-created. And that way you don't set yourself up for that disappointment by, you know, setting the quote-unquote expectation that it's one-sided. And we can dive deeper into that in a different episode. But I think a lot of times we put so much identity, you might put so much identity on how much work you do or how well you do your work. You know, maybe you're a new grad nurse who's really invested in being the absolute best, you know, BICU nurse or PICU nurse or med surge nurse or ER nurse, whatever it is that you work in, you know, you're really invested into showing up and giving it your all and learning all the things. And while I think that's great, don't think that your identity is tied to or your worth is tied to how much you do or don't do, how much you know or don't know. Because at some point, that external demand is going to catch up with you. And, you know, if your internal environment isn't well equipped, if you don't have enough tools in your toolbox to withstand that demand, you're going to break and you're going to go into burnout and you're going to find yourself in this space where you're like, who even am I without this work? Who even am I without, you know, learning these new things? And I remember it was like (laughs) 2 a.m. on a night shift and I remember just like sobbing hysterically before I went into work because I was just like so tired and so worn out and I was like retaking the Enneagram test I was like there's no way I'm still an Enneagram 7 like I don't feel enthusiastic I don't feel outward like I don't feel energetic I don't feel excited like I was literally questioning everything (laughs) 
that I thought that I was prior to because of how I was feeling in this season and realize that seasons are going to ebb and flow. Some are going to be really, really great and some are going to be really, really hard. But when you have the contrast and the dynamic of the two, that's how you grow and evolve as a human holistically and collectively. You know, it's not just about sitting there and riding out the good waves. And one analogy that came to me when I was thinking about this past season is, you know, when you're on a boat and it's a smooth day, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you're just smooth sailing. You know, there's no rough waters, there's no white caps, there's no water splashing up on the side of your boat, and life is good. You know, you're happy, you're busting your favorite tunes, and then a storm rolls in, and the waters get choppy, and the white caps start, and you start to rock back and forth, you know, maybe a little bit of water splashes up on the boat, And what do you do? If you're out in the middle of the ocean, you're out in the middle of the lake, you have to keep riding through that storm. You have to keep riding through that choppy water until one, you can get out of the lake or the ocean, or two, until the blue skies come back and the storm is passed. And life is a lot like that. You know, you can't expect that every day is going to be, you know, blue skies and birds chirping away. While that might seem like the most quote unquote ideal life, The reality is, is that you're a human, human in the best that you can. And if you only had good days, how would you learn? How would you grow? How would you push yourself? And so maybe you are in a really tough season right now where things don't make sense. You know, it doesn't feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Know that I see you. I hear you. I'm with you. I was just there. I want you to know that it does get better. And I know that that hope itself is not what is going to keep you moving forward, is not what's going to keep you getting out of bed every single day, going into every single shift every day. But I really want you to focus on being instead of doing. And something I have read and wrote in my planner and my journal every single day since this contract got over was life is not meant to be one giant to-do list. What really matters today? How can you be more instead of do more? And if you're in a season of burnout or a similar feeling of, you know, just disconnect and dread and tiredness and anger and irritability, all those things that I had just mentioned earlier, I really want you to focus on being in the moment and not having to name the emotions you're feeling or not having to explain yourself, not even to yourself. You don't have to understand exactly what it is that you're feeling right now in this moment. You don't have to do the things that are on your to-do list. You don't have to show up for anybody else right now. You simply just need to be in the moment that you are in. And honestly, in the hardest, darkest seasons, that's your best. And guess what? Your best is going to look different every single day, every single moment. And that's okay. And I want to touch just a little bit on anger before we wrap up this episode because anger was one of my hallmark signs of burnout. It was like everything that anybody said, anybody did, that I did just pissed me off to no end. And I would go into shifts just like guns a-blazing. And if you know me and you know my personality, that's not me. I am a happy-go-lucky person. I'm a glass half-full person. I'm an Enneagram 7. Like, I am enthusiastic. I am peppy. Like, I am ready to hype you up. Like, I am all of these things. And so to feel anything but that was like, whoa. 
And I remember specifically like moments like patient interactions or coworker interactions where I would just snap. And then after the interaction was over, I like got a chill down my spine and I was like, who was that talking? Because that's not the Michaela that I know. And again, it was so hard for me to feel that way. And maybe you're the same. Maybe it's really hard for you to feel deep emotions or uncomfortable emotions or emotions that you're not quite familiar with or emotions that you can't quite explain. Know that those emotions are telling you a story. You don't have to name it as anger or sadness or resentment or loneliness or happiness or gratitude or contentment. You don't have to name or label that emotion. You simply just have to sit with it and really ask, you know, what is this telling me about the story, the narrative, the life that I'm living today, right now, because I am being in this moment instead of doing in this moment. And right around the same time that this irritability, anger was popping into my life and I started to really notice a pattern, I listened to a podcast, which it was the Kind Mind Project hosted by Emily. And she said, you know, when you're angry, she like report, like kind of like relayed it back to like an angry elf type situation. Ask yourself, check in with yourself, what needs are not being met? And so it's really important to ask yourself, like when you have that outward lash or when you have that outward anger, asking yourself, what needs of mine are not being met right now? Is it sleep? Is it, you know, time by yourself? Is it fulfillment? Is it, you know, nutritional needs? Is it physical needs? Is it emotional needs? And a lot of times you can start to pinpoint the areas in your life where you're not you know, giving yourself enough space to show up or not moving enough resources in order to meet those needs. And so for me on night shift, you know, I wasn't meeting the needs of, you know, social interactions because I was living three hours away from home, emotional interactions with my boyfriend, uh, you know, physical interactions, sleep interactions, all of those things I was missing out on. And so once you take note of those interactions that you need or those needs that aren't being met, you can more intentionally plant those seeds and plan them throughout your day. And in that season, sleep was something I could kind of control, but I still had to be up all, you know, all night long. And so, you know, really cultivating a powerful sleep routine. Sometimes it was effective, sometimes it wasn't, you know, really making sure that I was checking in with my, my social people in my life, you know, staying connected with friends, you know, staying connected in my relationship. And even though it was so hard, (laughs) it was so hard. I cannot even explain to you the last season that I was in and just all the things that I felt, but this is my attempt at doing my best in hopes that, you know, even just by listening to this, you give yourself the permission to be in the season that you're in. You acknowledge and allow that there doesn't have to be a fix or a way out right now. The storm is going to pass. The white cap choppy waves are going to get smoother. And for the first time in honestly a month and a half, I feel like I can breathe. I don't feel the deep heaviness in my chest like I can't take a full breath without a sharp pain pushing back down. You know, I don't feel like I'm trying to be somebody that I'm not. And there for so long I was. I was shooting all over myself. I should be doing more. I should be doing things differently. I should be better at this. You don't have to be anything but who you are right now in this moment and know that there's going to be a future version of you that looks back on this season 
and just pats you on the back and gives you just a big old hug like I wish I could right now, that you're doing the best that you can and your best is gonna look different day after day, week after week, month after month. And there's one quote that I wanna leave today's episode with and that is, if you hold a one pound weight for hours, it doesn't get heavier, you get weaker. One bad shift, one bad day, one bad hour, one bad moment, those might not feel that heavy. But compounded over time, they're going to get heavy. You have to continue to explore ways to lighten your own workload, to lighten the mental, emotional, and physical heaviness that you feel right now. And if you keep holding on to the one bad shift, and you have another bad shift, and you have another bad shift, and you don't have any way to decompress, or you don't have any way to process, or you never give yourself a break, that is going to get heavier and heavier and heavier. And you can only sustain so much heaviness until you fall, until you break. And I'm not saying that falling or breaking is a bad thing because sometimes that's what we need to go through, what you need to go through in order to realize your worth and what you really do want out of life. And I look back to that season of my first contract and I learned so much about what I don't want, but I also learned so much about what I do want. And I'm a firm believer in life by design. And I'm a firm believer in giving you the tools and resources to build the best version of you. And just know that I am always here to support you 110% of the way. So if you ever need a pep talk, you know, slide into my DMs. There are so many of you that have been continuing to catch up on previous podcast episodes and, you know, sending me DMs about things that you've really enjoyed hearing, things that have really helped you. And that is what means the world to me. Knowing that we get to go on this walk of life together, that you're not alone. And although I'm sitting here in my PJs at 3 p.m. on a (laughs) Tuesday afternoon, Wherever you're at listening to this right now, whether you're cruising down the freeway, you know, sitting on a patio, hopefully it's getting warmer wherever you're at, you know, enjoying a cup of warm lemon water or your favorite Moscow mule or whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to know that I am cheering for you and I am rooting for you so, so hard. And there's a lot of really great things coming to this podcast in the next couple of months, the next couple of weeks, including more guest experts. So if there's a specific podcast, you know, um, episode or idea or topic that you want to hear more about, please let me know so that way I can move the resources for you and help empower you to build a better version of you. I love you so much. I'm so excited to be connected here with you again. You have no idea how much I love this space and this time with you once a week. So with that being said, I will chat with you next week. Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.